What's up, my people? <laughs> Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in the effort to send biblical truth down to you. And what better way to do that when the power of conversation? Oh, that was How was great. that? That was so Did I good. Rock it? That was so you good. So, so introduce yourself. And my name is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Good job, buddy. Uh, I'm Kayla Pearson. Be that host. was the best intro we've ever had. Uh, she's joining us also in the podcast booth, Miss Rose Lockrose. How are you? I'm doing great. 2024. Yeah, very exciting. Happy year. New Year to everyone. Every year uh, is a. Is a you've new heard year. him already. We promised you last year he'd do the intro, and he did. <laughs> Tim, thank you for being here, my man. Yeah, you're welcome. That was a guys, job. We, <laughs> they don't pay me we, for it. We, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we finished. Uh, we finished thank our you. series. Our little uh, word became flesh series. Yes. Where. We're stepping into some new stuff next week is my understanding, but before we do that, I just want to kind of unpack this glory to God in the highest this past weekend, New Year's yeah. Eve. Uh, Rose, I'll come your way first, and then we'll see what Tim has for us, but what stood out this last weekend and even the Christmas season yeah. in that? Well, I'll just say I could tell, um, Tim, I could tell that as the series went on, you just got more and more and more excited about what God was teaching you. And I just think that was like, I could, I could see it in your expressions and I could hear it in your voice. This like pleading with the people who were sitting in front of you to, to enter in to that same understanding of glory to God. And I think, um, (laughs) like you said, when you did the behold sermon, uh, and you, and even when we were working on the savior, one, you said like you were kind of questioning why the worship team had asked you to hold off and behold. Um, but one of the reasons I think that we did that as a worship team was because we understand that beholding him is, we, we say it this way, behold is a worship word. Yeah. And when yeah. you behold him and truly behold him, you can do nothing yeah. But have that kind of energy and excitement right. and glorify God in yeah. it. And I, I like I could um I could almost sense in you this like like you wanted everybody to stand up and be charismatic just <laughs> in that moment. You were like, come on, people, wake up. Like yeah. this is such an exciting yeah. thing when you really dive into this stuff. So I think it was really cool during this whole series how you just really drilled in on the same words and the same passages. And sometimes every week it was the same exact passage. We were just looking at just this little tiny different nuance. And it's so cool how God's word can do that and how that can keep the story itself fresh for us. And I, um, that's one of the things like I appreciate about what I do here at Fellowship Bible Church, because I've been doing it for, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And every Christmas there is some other facet, you know, the humble king, the Mm -hmm. infinite becoming intimate, the word becoming flesh, the, you know, just some other facet of this just beautiful, wonderful salvation story that we can just focus on. Mm -hmm. So I just really appreciated your passion and your energy and your like call to the body to behold him in the same way you have been over the last five to six weeks. And that was, to me, that was exactly what was happening. It was like... It was in, there was a certain sense where I felt like I am an observer to what God is doing. You know, it, there was something in my mind when we talked all about those five, and this is kind of the rough draft, so to speak. But then each week as you study that and dig down into it, it was like the Lord was just putting one layer on top of another 
and it was, you know how like when when you put lacquer or, or a finish on a table, and the the more you put on, the deeper that gets. Mm -hmm. It's like that. The luster of it all was more coming out. Becomes, yeah. And I realized, you know, I'm immersed in this week after week, where everybody else is not. But still, how is how how could this be communicated to mm -hmm. to pass on, so to speak, or to you know, we'll be in Second Peter uh, in January, and and he says that right. Like I know you guys are established in this truth, but I want to remind you of this. And he lays out some of those things. Same, same kind of idea, I think. Yeah. Well, and that's the tension too. You you, you study this stuff, and, and and I've heard it said before that for for every thirty minutes of a message, devote sometimes twenty thirty hours worth of yeah, study. Yeah. So so. To what Rose was saying of bringing out these words and it meaning something to you, like, what is it like to meditate on it for that long, and then wrestle with how how do I fit this into a sermon? Yeah. But then how do I also not suggest to anybody that we're we're looking too closely into a word? Because because I've heard feedback before from from our for our church and for the way we study stuff, just like man, they'll spend forever on a verse or forever yeah. on a word. Yeah. But obviously, God revealed Himself through the, right. these passages. Right. And so. I don't know if I'm articulating my question well, but how do you honor yeah, that tension? Yeah, and 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 yeah, there is a. I, I would say there's certain challenge all the time of, oh, I call it dropping the plow. How deep do I drop the plow mm -hmm. and dig dirt, That's right? Good. And I think sometimes it's knowing the audience, but I also believe sometimes you have to kind of to those who don't always normally drop the plow deep. There's sometimes when you need to help do that because. So God, in the inspiration of the Word of God, like the details mm -hmm. even, yeah. and if you, um, you know, we talk about 30,000, like flying over 30,000 feet, you get a certain perspective. Mm -hmm. But every time you get lower and lower and lower, you see something more, and that begins to stretch out our understanding. And I think that's also where God is at times like pricking your heart and your heart and my heart differently mm -hmm. because of some of those things that speak to each one of us. Mm -hmm. I found that over and over as I was studying, right? There's things that mm -hmm. certain words I would dig down into and wow, that would become very rich. Mm -hmm. And then the challenge of like, do I pass this on? Is that just, well, that's for me, so to speak, <laughs> sure. right? But here's another one. I got to go into this one. Well, and I think whatever. speaking to your point, Caleb, I think <clears throat> I say this all the time. I think part of the value of working in a team and we work in very much team environments here. You know, I mean, we're very oh, yeah. fortunate. Like there is not one individual mm -hmm. who on their own with no input from other people right. works here at Fellowship Bible Church, right? <laughs> one of the values we found in a worship team is that it creates balance. So sometimes the people who really love to dig into those details and into those words, their ideas come to the surface because that's mm -hmm. what God wants for that season. But other times people who prefer to have broader strokes with a broader brush, their ideas come. So I think to me, it's always about balance, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes there is a time to really dig into that word and understand what was meant by that word and what's the Greek root and how did that mm -hmm. work and what did it mean culturally? And then there are times when we just need to, like we did an act sometimes, we just need to look at a broad right. Narrative to get a general idea of what God is doing. So to me, I, I appreciate the balance that having mm -hmm. a team of people teach and bring 
their ideas to the table well, if, brings about. Yeah, and if that's a both and from the, the who's serving standpoint, who's hearing, there can be a both and as well, right? Because yeah. when we look at the, the gathering together on a weekend, like we're, we're here to glorify God and respond and worship. Right. So I, I could, and this has happened to me before, get the goosebumps and the conviction of that the, the Greek root there ties in with something else I right. learned. And, and then you kind of learn a new facet of the Bible and you're like, wow. God, you're huge. But for somebody who doesn't necessarily see that or connect those dots, they can still respond well too right. and respond in worship right. and, and learn something more about their creator. Yeah. And and I think it should it, that's actually healthy, that it's a both and, and that we're all coming together. That's the beauty of something like this and all the community groups we do. Regardless of what you get out of it, get out of the sermon. Like that's not why we're here. We're here to encourage one another and be like, "Oh, yeah, you're right. Tim did say that, but I didn't think about it this way or that way." All we we're all trying to just recognize yeah. the spirit in it, yeah. and that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'll just say something else that struck me. Um, I know this is taking us a little different direction, yeah. but um, as as well, I'll just say I listened to the sermon three times. <laughs> Classic Rose. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> well, you taught the sermon three times. But for some reason, <laughs> every time someone asked me a question or interrupted my listening, right when we got to love and grace, and I don't know why, Spiritual like warfare. all three times that happened. And huh. I just, I just throw that as an aside. Yeah. But one of the things that struck me was how these fourteen things that you threw at us, Tim, mm -hmm. um, God loves us so much that he doesn't just tell us yep. because you know how your kids sometimes you can tell them all day long but mm, till they yeah. experience it they yeah. don't sure. get it right so god loves us so much he doesn't just tell us in his word through paul or peter or the other epistles and you pulled out a bunch from you know first yeah. john and yeah. um corinthians and all those yeah. places um but he also shows us through the story and so right. that's what you were saying to us is you were saying, okay, these are the truths, the things we know about God. And this is how he showed it to us yeah. in this one yeah. simple act of giving yeah. his son. And I, it just struck me about God as like the ultimate storyteller mm -hmm. who uses every possible artistic form, verbal showing, like yeah. everything to teach us about who he is. Right. And it just again, took my breath away and wanted yeah. me to glorify God, yeah. which is what was happening to you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which again, in a sense, does come back to what he's talking about. There's, yeah. a, there's the um, communication that God does in the specific words that he chooses, right? And just how precise he is. And then there's the communication of the picture that he's drawing and how many of us function in the realm of one or the other our minds generally go yes. that way right? right god god brings all of that of course he created all of us with all of that so no wonder and he communicates in in all of our can i call them love languages as yeah. far as communication mm -hmm. is concerned or learning. Right? Like, like i like yeah. to talk about them as learning styles yeah. right yeah. some of us yeah. learn seeing listening yep. touching mm -hmm. yep. Whatever that yep. is. And he's a master at all of them absolutely brilliant in every one where i as a teacher you know, words matter to me because they communicate something. So the, over the years, right. I've noticed that, hey, 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 you need to be saying it this way or saying it that way because this is what that means. And and so that matters, right? But I also recognize that I fail at other forms of communication. I mean, he's a master at all of them, which is just another, mm -hmm. uh, the more you learn of that, the more you glorify him. Well, they're How not, do you do this, God? And they're not at odds with each other. <laughs> right. Like a, a, yeah. a big yes. picture study of Hebrews versus a nine-week study on one verse 
are not going to be at odds with with right. the God revealing Himself, right. and that's what's crazy to me. When I started my mentorship years ago, I I was like, okay, Don Enhartog is going to make me study all the Greek and all the Hebrew. <laughs> I'm going to have to be a master of it by the end yeah. of the year. And I learned Greek and Hebrew and the lexicons and the resources, but I had never heard the phrase authorial intent in my life mm-hmm. until I sat down with him and and he shared that with me and and how yeah we can yeah. get into the weeds but you also don't want to silence the person who God used right mm-hmm. I, I think we right. over spiritualize the word of the lord and then we don't actually think wait a second what why do you use this person to say it? And Which what, is what was I, there? why I love John. Yeah, right? So let's talk uh-huh. about John and let's talk about the word behold and John, right? Oh, yeah. And he puts you know, it talk out about there. like mm-hmm. I I cannot wait to meet John because yeah. to me he is he is like God chose to show him and to allow him to communicate what heaven right. was was like. Mm-hmm. And he used these word these word pictures that are almost incomprehensible. Like we can't, like we understand the words, but we don't always understand the word descriptions of heaven yeah. put together into yeah. one, you know, those words put together into a yeah. sentence. Yeah. We don't quite understand in, mm-hmm. in its entirety that sentence, but only John, someone who could say the word capital yeah. W right. became flesh. Like what an, that is such an artistic sentence mm-hmm. and like Matthew didn't write that no, and, no, and you know, Paul did not write yeah. that and Luke the doctor yeah. didn't write that. John, John who did. I think is an artist, yeah. Yeah. wrote that. And so I always am appreciative of John and that that passage in John particularly that we've been really focusing on where it talks about somehow this actual physical being was also the word and mm-hmm. all of the like in part and impact of what that means Mm -hmm. and you can really raise the value on a sunday morning diving into that stuff it was years ago now but mark carey preached on john one and within his intro of his sermon he mentioned logos and and the use of that word and so i was like i was like no way he i was like that i thought that was a btc only or alc only kind of thing like he's not going to go in depth here in a in a 40 minute sermon but he did and it went well. Like people yeah. seem to, oh, people can learn this stuff. Yeah, it doesn't, absolutely. we don't have to have such a steep learning curve. Go ahead and talk about the original language. Here's the word that was used. Right. That's what we have. And it was yeah. meant for all of us. And it can change everything about the way we think. And that's why I'm so glad we did this. Right now, the world is on the tail end of this whole New Year's resolution, yearly reflection, introspection thing. And people are open-minded for a couple weeks about what their next year is going to look like. And then everybody's going to be closed-minded for 11 months. But if if we could find a way to reach people with this kind of a story and this kind of a God, oh my goodness, it can change the way they approach everything else. And for better, for worse, regardless of how much of the, and this is convicting for me, regardless of how much of the Bible I'm excelling in or how much new scripture I'm learning or attaining for myself personally, participating in the body regularly also matters. And that's that's attainable. That's so attainable. Well, and I think like, I, one of the things we were talking about before we started that just um, in in preparing for the Christmas season and in spending time, you know, anticipating a little bit what I felt like, Tim, where I felt like Tim would probably go and stuff. I spent some time with that word behold and just like the idea of examining things closely and perceiving them and and um you know like the scientists with their magnifying glass you know mm-hmm. and one of the things that i love about god and his story is a kid can understand that mm-hmm. a kid can understand that we can behold and examine and look simple beauty and learn 
who Christ is based on his word. And yeah. I just think that there is like this incredible, I, I can't even express it, this height and depth and incomprehensibleness um, that can be comprehended this much or this much to the point that we can never outlearn it. Right. You know? And I, I had a period of time in college where I was frustrated with my evangelism efforts with some of, some of my unbelieving friends. And what I mean by evangelism, very informal conversation. But I remember feeling burdened by like, I, why can't I get through to them? And then I realized I was relying on my own yeah. words. Right. My, I was yeah. trying to smooth talk them into Jesus. And then I'm like, wait, well, they're not supposed to accept me or how I are. T- I, I, let me use scripture. Let me just put them face to face with what God has said. God reveals himself through this stuff. And it was a it was a check for me of like, okay, just because I grew up in a Christian home and this has been my life or whatever, like lean on what God has said instead of trying to find a way. Jesus was the bridge. Uh, you, you're, you're not the bridge. Jesus was right. the bridge. And right. if we can lean on his words instead of our own, I just think back to that moment in my life so often when we dive into passages like this, I'm like, this is what changes lives. Mm. Not not my ability to articulate it, but yeah. God himself. Yeah. I don't know. And there's something about the beauty of him that draws our hearts. I mean, he says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men to me, right? So mm. there is this beholding. This is why I think those two last ones were so... Well placed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they tie so much together. As yes. we behold him, we're recognizing more and more of his glory. It's becoming more glorious to us. And it just oozes out yeah. in, then, in the expressions. And, and that, people are drawn. I have to say, if there's anything that I got, like, like it, it's always wonderful. And I always learn a lot of things. But I think the thing that sparked my imagination the most in this series was that second Corinthians passage and the idea that as we gaze in a mirror and in a sense, we're gazing at ourselves, right? But what we're seeing, what's reflected back to us is the glory of God, God that's growing inside of us. That just like captured my imagination. And I'm excited to go back. I haven't had time, but I'm excited to go back and spend some time in the Corinthians passages and just really think about this idea that, we are, when we look in a mirror, we are beholding him and his mm. glory, and he is working through us to bring himself more glory. And it really just becomes right. exciting and right. it just builds and builds and builds <laughs> and builds right. and builds. And then you're in the position where you were in. I really felt for you on Sunday, Tim, because I really felt like you were like, come on, folks, don't you understand? Because it's almost, it's almost inexpressible. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, the reality is, is we all have ebb and flows in our life, right? Yes. And there are times when the ebb of life is such that we're really not beholding. Yes. And when that's happening, there's probably not a whole lot of wow factor in all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And that can last long periods of time for us. But somewhere along the line, as we learn about that and grow in that, and God begins to draw our attention back to himself, and we see that in so there was a certain amount where I, I understood I'm delving into this and gazing into this, you know, 24-7 almost, you could yeah. say, yeah. where people are showing up and, oh, that's right. We're talking about beholding Christmas. last week and now we're, yeah, that's right. You know, so there's that kind of a thing. But if uh, th- there was at least a hope that if we could taste of that, like what you're talking about there in Second Corinthians, I think that's absolutely critical for our life. If we don't get what that truth is saying there then we are left with self-effort. 
Yep. What else is there, yeah. right? It's in true. order for me to become in the likeness of Christ, I either behold him or I do that in yes. self-effort. Yes. Self-effort will always result in failure because at the very best, I can emulate him. But the real, true, authentic life cannot be lived out through mine by me doing it. No more than what you're saying as far as evangelism. Same principle, right? Yeah. It's always him, always him, always him. Mm -hmm. So no wonder we are to behold him because when we do, oh, yes. this stuff begins to happen. And yeah. it's not just, I, I get excited. I get that. Yeah. Because it does affect your emotions. As yeah. you think on these things, your emotions are affected. But it's not for the purpose of being emotional. No. It's no. just, that's a byproduct a if you would. Yeah. 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 It's good. But wow, yeah. To, and I had a I had a gentleman come up to me after one of the, I guess it was the nine o'clock one, um, and he was just describing some of that same stuff. And as he was talking, you could tell he's he, he has the big picture, so to speak, with this. There's just mm -hmm. a way of um, communication that was there that that just kind of knit your heart together of yeah, this is where this is where that and 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 for some of us we're struggling with that still like wrestling with all of that stuff which is okay like that's you know you can't force that to happen but it is a recognition of okay lord i am struggling with some of this so i need to continue to behold like let me come back to some of that and and gaze longingly some more right yeah consider you some more and little by little he just begins to do well that it's change. it's so hard to effectively lift your hands in submission to God if you are hanging on to something. Yeah. Like it's so easy to go to church every weekend and you're white knuckling five or six things <laughs> that, that you need to deal with yeah. or that you're like, Lord, I'm here for you, but here's everything I need you to deal <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah. Here, what about I'm what here, I got? Yeah, I'm here for you, Lord, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, you know. but I'm late because of this and this yeah. and, and whatever's going on. Yeah. But man, that idea of if I'm actually going to behold the Lord, let me drop what it is I'm doing yeah. for a second. And understand that it, it's in his hands, right? It's, it's just a whole different yeah. way of thinking. And that comes back to a view of self versus a view of God. There's a lot of people out there that, that would say they have the best intent to take God seriously, but it's still a small view. Mm -hmm. um, he's one of the eight options, so I'll choose him once every eight days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's common. Uh -huh. But, sure. man, good stuff to study. Rose, anything else? No. We covered your whole clipboard? No, you didn't cover my whole clipboard. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so 2 Peter. Uh, or, or, well, actually, Mark will be uh, next weekend. Sweet. Just kind of a Very bit good. of a bridge um, between in the new year and then moving towards Peter and then moving more towards Daniel. Mm -hmm. So um, that'll well, help if, that. I, if I'm allowed to say something else. Do. Um, Take a look at Second Peter three seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. Right now, you want me to, or are you well, saying you people? Can, you can right now, but I think that that's gonna. The worship team is gonna use that as a key nice. component of these services. In, oh, cool. In January, which so. is another cool thing because to me that that's I, the yeah. stuff you guys are pursuing. Yeah. Where I think the Lord is directing you in that way because I'm over here studying some of that stuff and literally wrestling with Lord. Do mm -hmm. I like in those two verses? Do we have a weekend just on those? You know. What do we do about this? And and it's just amazing to me. Well, this morning in it. our this morning, oh, yeah, yeah, just just throw it out there. The yeah. No, it's awesome. This morning in our meeting, um, I think we're going to use those verses as the benediction for all of these um, mm. Peter sermons. And I do think that they're an excellent like. Um, <clears throat> I those verses I pulled this weekend because the elder prayer was at the end of the service, yeah. and I we wanted the elder prayer to be one for us 
for our body for um, 2024. Right. Like I would do it among our body Worship in 2024. Worship team's dope, dude. I love and, it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I pulled those verses because they talk about because you've learned these things, now hold on to them. Don't right. be led astray. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and then in the end, the last part of the verse says, "And to God be the glory, both yep. now yep. and forever." Yep. So I yep. think that those verses Amen. are going to be a key component oh, of this. Very much so. Very cool. Tim, thank you for being here, brother. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me intro. Absolutely. 2024 <laughs> starting off strong, hey. <laughs> dude. Starting off strong. Rose, you're awesome. Yeah, Love you. it. Thank you very much. As a reminder to our viewers and listeners, you can find us all over the place on your favorite podcast platform. Just type in Sermon Spotlight. We pop right up. Fact of the matter, everybody's at Sermons aren't meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love. God bless.